Welcome to House Party, a podcast where home and pop culture collide, coming straight to you from the editors of Realtor.com. I'm Natalie Way. And I'm Rachel Stoltz. Welcome back to the program. Welcome back. Welcome back. My husband says that I sound really old when I call TV shows programs. You do. (laughs) Why do you do that? Because I don't know. I mean, you watch your stories? Geriatric at heart. Yeah. <laughs> Watching my mystery stories. <laughs> what do you You've think? been watching a lot of programs lately? I haven't. I've always. Hello. My mom, my mom actually <laughs> remarked, she's like, you and Rachel watch a lot of TV. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. What, Rachel, what do you think is one of the bad sides of being an HGTV star because there's a lot of upsides you know notoriety you get to help people um you get to work with money hands money (laughs) da 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 what do you think are some of the negatives of being I would think number one would be probably if you're specifically an HGTV star everybody wants you to re to make over their house Mm-hmm. Uh, or is it kind of like you know the doctor you're always like oh can you look at this mole can you look at this yeah. rash but yeah. the you're probably star, always should I put should I do this color should I put my bed here or here like it's yeah, yeah. you're always getting questions roped in for free free advice or, or free professional help mm-hmm. um, I would assume that the other drawbacks would be what comes with any kind of celebrity which is stalking or paparazzi or you know a lack of privacy yeah exactly yeah um and in fact we saw this kind of play out with Aaron Napier uh of hometown recently Aaron revealed that she has a stalker or her her daughter specifically has a stalker or a creeper oh. um yeah it's this was in us weekly it's pretty creepy um she took to instagram on may 4th and it's kind of a funny post because she started out by saying may the fourth be with you kind of like a play on star Mm -hmm. wars but then she's like not my favorite day and she goes on to explain how her family had a weird encounter um last may so may 2021 Um, They started getting texts from like friends and family, folks around town saying, hey, there's this guy dressed in a stormtrooper costume. That's where the Star Wars comes in. Um, Okay. I was like, why is she talking about this one year later? (laughs) Yeah. The the creeper day. The the creeper dons a Star Wars costume. Okay. um, Has been walking around, walking around Laurel, Mississippi, um, their hometown, and has been saying really weird things like God sent me here to protect the women of Laurel, specifically little Helen, the couple's three-year-old daughter is named Helen. Um, It turns out that this guy had bought a house a block from the Napiers. Um, He was living there with nothing but a suitcase and toys for quote, when my three-year-old daughter comes over to visit. And uh, so this, why is this guy not locked up? Right? Is this not grounds for arrest? Apparently, he had an ankle bracelet on his ankle, too. Um, 
And uh, yeah, there's a lot of questions surrounding this, but I guess, so the Napiers were obviously like WTF, like this is, this is really creepy. I I guess the guy approached their friend and, um, or or their friend's nanny and their daughter and was just saying like really creepy things. And so I guess the guy quote, finally left town two weeks later, um, probably some sort of, I'm, I'm guessing that's how long it took for some sort of like restraining order <laughs> to to get processed um and he, and he had to leave laurel but how scary right scary but i'm conspiracy theory here what's the purpose of posting this on instagram is she trying to warn <laughs> other crazies away from doing something similar or it I, I don't know it's a little strange to me i'm not sure what the motivation is behind posting this on instagram one year later Yeah, I mean, she kind of concluded by saying, it doesn't scare me anymore. I'm thankful for the way our neighborhood guarded us and put up a hedge of protection when we needed it. And it further validated what I already knew. Protect your kids in the online world as much as you can. So I feel like maybe she was trying to use that anecdote to explain why she doesn't post pictures of her kids on her social media. Um, I, I looked in the comments, I looked in the comments and people were like, see all you people who are like, post pictures of your kids. That's why Aaron doesn't do it. Cause I guess, you know, people are always like, oh, your kids are so cute. Post them. So I just also feel like saying for the safety and privacy of my kids, I'd rather not would be sufficient. <laughs> right. And, uh, I'll apologize for using the term crazies. I know that that is, uh sensitive pejorative or yeah yeah um so i do apologize for saying that but i still stand by Uh, i don't know why she would post this in the first place seems like maybe an attention grab that's all i'm I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that and the napiers actually hired security too like 24-hour security officers around their home um like while they slept and worked, there was like security yeah. there twenty four seven. So I see that in this this article you shared. Uh, we can link to it in the show notes so you guys can all catch up on on this. I would be interested to know our listeners' thoughts on Aaron revealing this story. Is it uh, why? I just want to know why. Yeah, I I feel like you know getting on there and sharing her experience is hopefully supposed to like garner some sort of like our community helped us you know they're all about community they're all like maybe it's just like furthering the narrative of like you need your hometown roots to help you like to maybe help stalkers out I don't know I don't know it was kind of yeah it, it was a little bit of like a why am I reading this situation and and the timing of it also, it seems a little bit weird to capitalize on Star Wars Day and then be like this super creepy person who was possibly like a, a danger to my children. I'm going to give them the, the stage on Star Wars Day. <laughs> of all things. The more I'm thinking about this, the, ang- the actually like not the angrier I'm getting, but I'm um, I have a lot. I have so many questions. This is the picture that she posted with. And, and we'll link to this in your show notes so you can see what? listeners. But that's the, it, like, the holy moly is this. It's not a, 
it's just a picture of like um, a bunch of children's toys, like Barbies and Clifford the Red Dog and yeah, baseball. A baseball. It's, and it's out of focus. Like it's a very strange. strange. What is the purpose of this photo? <laughs> what is the purpose of the anecdote? I don't know. Lots of lots well, of questions. She posted this photo along with the anecdote about the Star Wars guy or the yes. stormtrooper stalking her daughter. Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right. I yeah officially my jury is out on this <laughs> speaking of juries oh <laughs> i rachel nice segue and <laughs> probably a lot of our listeners have been in a place of the staircase of course you'll remember the staircase is the true crime story um of michael peterson who went to prison for eight years but he was um accused and imprisoned for uh, murdering his wife, Kathleen Peterson. And she was found on the staircase of their home in Durham, North Carolina. Um, There was a Netflix series uh, that just documented like every detail of the case. And the HBO show just started. I'm riveted by true crime and I am riveted by the story of the staircase. Even after all these years, I mean, we always wonder when we talk about the staircase, we always wonder what happened to the house because she Kathleen died in the the staircase of this home, like inside of this home in this very narrow staircase. And so um, we asked the question when the house went on the market in 2020 and we are asking the question now, uh, what's up with the house from the staircase do you you know it's in Durham, North Carolina, and it's a huge yeah. house. I'm sure you've seen pictures of it. I do. I actually my first newspaper job was in Durham, North Carolina. So no shout way. Out to yeah, I loved it. Absolutely freaking love it there. Um, how did wait? Did you? How long were you living in Durham? Just a few months. It was it was an internship of oh. sorts. And uh, wait, I lived what in year? Sh- what years was it? Are you, are Sorry. you dating me? <laughs> no, but I want to know if you were there during the Michael Peterson trial. I was there in 2004. You were there during the trial, Rachel. When was the trial? What months were the trial? Because um, I, I helped with covering cops and courts, but I don't remember the trial. It might have been uh, Michael on. Peterson trial. I think it was 2003 to 2004. Yeah, it might have just missed me. Oh, the verdict came in 2003. Okay. I was like, that. I feel like it would have sounded familiar <laughs> if I was at the newspaper and the Michael Peterson trial was going on yeah, at the that same time. Been, and I was going to be very embarrassed. That would have um, been a huge thing. If not, but yeah. Well, let me give you a little, I'll just briefly catch you up. The yeah. house, it's yeah, a some huge, some it's like a colonial style house it's it's huge it's 10,000 square feet I didn't know it was quite that big um and it was built in 1940 the Petersons bought the house um in 1982 and they sold it or excuse me and they paid 600,000 for it um and then after Michael was sent to prison the home was listed for 1.175 they couldn't sell it for even close to that though which is kind of understandable because (laughs) there was is that the murder stigma do you think though I think so. Yeah. Okay. I do. It was murder stigma. I mean, the house hadn't been renovated at that point. Like, 
there might have been bloodstains in the staircase still. Like, I don't know how the realtor I mean, decided to stage that. Do you that. really think that? <laughs> like, that I, seems like the first thing that you would address. Maybe they, like, <laughs> painted over it or, like, sanded it out. Prob- probably. I'm sure. I'm sure someone took care of that. But even still... Um, yeah, they couldn't sell it for even close to asking. And uh, the co-owner of a local bakery picked it up for $640,000. Six, $640, <laughs> That's a steal. <laughs> um, in 2004. So Michael was um, in prison. He had just kind of been at the forefront of his, or at the beginning of his prison stint. Um, and of course, the new owner renovated the property. <laughs> As as you would think, should I think got the bloodstones out? Yeah, it would still be weird to me though. Like, I'm sorry there there is documentary footage of like very intimate parts of the home. You know, lot like the kitchen, the sitting areas, the dining area. Like, I I don't know if I would buy that house. <laughs> I don't think I would. So, even um, for the discounted price, okay. So it's it's. A creepy house is what you're saying. Yeah. I think there's just too much bad juju in it. I mean, even despite the renovation, I think it's just (laughs) bad juju all around. Uh, The house actually did sell, again, a couple times more. Um, In 2008, it sold to a psychic medium for uh, 1.3. And then he actually ended up listing the property in July 2020 for 1.9 million. And he ended up selling it for 1.6 uh, a month later. And it it was purchased by an LLC. So we don't know who actually owns the Peterson house right now. Okay. I really need to watch this. Tell me, why have you watched the documentary twice? Because I'm crazy. Well, no. <laughs> they say Remember, that's re- pejorative. We're not oh, saying I'm sorry. that. They, um, they say that people watch things multiple times because it's like a comfort thing. And I think, I mean, I know you do watch lots of things multiple times, but I guess what I was getting at is like, is there something in the documentary that makes it, makes you try to investigate further or you think you you can figure it out by watching multiple times? I go back and forth on whether or not I think he's guilty. I even, what do you think right now? Well, this last, the, my last watch through the doc, I thought he was guilty through the doc and then going on reddit forums i was like okay just people pointing stuff out he's guilty does the majority of america or at least the majority of people on reddit think he's guilty yeah i would say a majority yeah (laughs) would say he's guilty why did this story in particular captivate people do you think i mean lots of wives or husbands supposedly accidentally fall down the stairs I'm sure because of the the nature of the murder it was she fell from falling down the stairs which is something that a lot of us like you just said have done and haven't died oh well and then I'm forgetting (laughs) I'm forgetting kind of the craziest like WTF of it this is not the first time that Michael Peterson has been connected with a woman who has fallen down staircases to her death. Oh, I feel like I do vaguely recall this, that it's In 1985, suspicious. his their family friend, um, Elizabeth Ratliff, was found at the bottom of the stairs in her home. <laughs> like, dude, get tons, a new... Tons of blood. A new trick. Tons of blood. <laughs> Same lacerations 
on her head as Kathleen Peterson and um and Michael was the one who was said to have seen her like last all right so So. he's a one-trick pony um (laughs) how's the how's the HBO series is it good it's good it's good I mean with Tony Collette and Colin Firth I have to imagine it would be pretty good Colin Firth is just nailing his mannerisms it's it's crazy and our queen Tony Collette is just (laughs) She is, they actually do like a recreation of her fall, um, which is crazy to watch because, and they base it all on like testimony of, of how the prosecutors proposed that it happened. So it's like, you see her slip and fall and hit her head and then she gets up and she's kind of trying to get up and then she hits her head again and there's just, she coughs and blood comes out. It's like to a T how the scene was described, but it's just so her physical acting is just crazy it's i'm clearly like a staircase nut so um listeners if you want to talk with me more about the staircase i realize (laughs) it has very little to do with real estate other than the fact that um the murder happened inside a house but yeah it's it's a fascinating story um well here's a real estate question for you did the actual staircase in the house have anything to do with it? Like, did anybody say, oh, it, they were made out of this or they had this kind of finish on them or did something contribute to her supposedly slipping and falling? I don't believe there was a railing in the staircase. I'll have to really and look. Yeah, I, that terrifies me. I don't think there's a railing. I mean, they're wooden stairs. They weren't covered with carpet so and she was wearing flip-flops supposedly um she had a blood alcohol content of 0.07 so she a little tipsy tips yeah she was drunk but not like over the legal limit um and she had also taken an ambient for sleep so they say like she was probably a little out of it combined with like running up a dark staircase that was made of wood and Mm -hmm. that could have been it um Yeah, I don't think there was a railing, though. I have to go back and watch it again (laughs) to see. (laughs) I'm not trying to contribute to this behavior, but I was just curious. Um, My mom and actually were just talking over the weekend about staircases and how they can be very slippery and dangerous. Yeah, no, people on Reddit were like just commenting on things being like, I fell down and broke my tailbone, but no blood I fell down and like broke my wrist but no blood like everyone has a falling down staircase story but there's where do you break the skin like where where does the blood come from it was the it was the back of her head so she like slipped on the first couple steps and then she because it was a staircase that kind of it like there's the op there's the opening landing and then it curves up Mm mm-hmm and so they say that she slipped on the first couple stairs and then hit, fell back and hit her head. And that's where like the big gash was. And that's like where she bled out from. All but right. I don't know. It's we'll never know. That's the thing. Like we'll never know. Unless, so that's the yeah. thing. I think that's the thing that confounds my husband the most about true crime is like there's no ending. <laughs> you don't know the truth. So like why do you even care? <laughs> But that's, I a, think, that's a fair point. I think it's just fun to debate and, and to listen to experts and their takes on 
blood spatter versus, you know, body language and, and yeah, all those yeah. types of things. So I'll agree with your husband that <laughs> I do. <laughs> we have I, the same I mean, birthday, so it's not surprising that, that we agree. Um, cusp. <laughs> you Gemini Taurus cusps. <laughs> Gemini cancer. Yeah. Gemini cancer cusps. Uh, I I'll agree that I find the ones with the definitive ending a lot more satisfying. Like Chris mm-hmm. Watts. Mm. Uh, I just get watched, a confession. I just watched a behavior, um, a body language and behavioral psychology video <laughs> about Chris Watts. And oh, cause we know he's guilty. So it's interesting. Was it the YouTube thing? It was on YouTube. I watched it. I, I, maybe it was the same thing. I watched something on YouTube and with it was the four, yeah, guy, with, the four guys. Uh, I'm sure a ton of people have done. Not sure, but him. yeah, it was also analyzing Chris Watts and his body language when he went in for the interrogation and how they like knew they had him before he even knew that they knew that they had him. Right. Chris Watts, of course, from um, another true crime uh, tragedy. He murdered his wife and two daughters um, in Colorado. In Colorado, and his house went up for sale, and that we wrote about that too. Uh, and just American the murder, the house next door, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that house is still actually, I think, I believe, in legal limbo. Really? I, I, I should check on it right now. It's just these murder houses. It's some people it doesn't matter, but I think the more footage that's actually like out come out about these houses <laughs> especially like when the murder takes place in the house although chris watts murder didn't take place in the house but or no it did no, no it did it, no it did she, he he killed her in the house he killed he the killed girls her. at the he, he killed his wife in the house he killed the girls at the the dumping site oh, um but i think you're spot on i think you're onto something with these netflix docs that have actual footage inside the actual houses versus mm-hmm. some sort of reenactment or where you can sort of just pretend that it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I think if the you house... can't pretend it didn't happen and you're actually seeing this footage that police took on the day of the crime or something, it, it I think it probably does create a, a bigger stigma. Yeah, it's... It, yes. <laughs> if you can... Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I agree with your agreeance of me. Um <laughs> you're like what a great point i made um the chris watts house is off market i believe it is still in kind of a legal limbo right now though Mm. well should we get off our true crime (laughs) pedestal and i'm gonna go back to my happy downton abbey after that i know Um, i need like a palate cleanser here's well here's a palate cleanser we can we can go on to winners and losers and talk about this ridiculous house that we have to talk about Okay. Ridiculously Let's. huge. Let's Shall move we? on. Yeah, we don't have a loser this week. Everybody's a winner. Our winner this week is superstar Adam Levine. Super Bowl performer. Shirtless. Wonder. <laughs> Maroon 5. The voice. I mean, can he... Is there nothing he can't do? I, I mean, I would call him a real estate mogul at this point. Yeah, true. He has a lot he of has properties. Places in LA, places in a place in Montecito, like yeah. Does he have a place in New York? Probably. 
Probably. Anyway, <laughs> Adam is our winner for selling his Pacific Palisades compound for way more than he bought it for. He bought it actually from Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner. Womp womp. Uh, for $31.95 million in 2018. Did you and just now, throw a womp womp because they're divorced? Well, yeah. <laughs> Not a J-Lo I fan? I feel sorry for Jennifer Garner, but... Uh-huh. <laughs> ben Affleck's out there living his best life right now. Yes. Um. So, yeah, Adam sold it for $31.95 million, Or, sorry, he bought it for $31.95 million in 2018 and then recently sold it for $51 million. Mm-hmm. Almost twice as much. That's a nice little profit. We don't know who bought it. Probably another star. Yeah, it's probably Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> Um, it's a cool property because it's, it's had a pretty high profile owner's history. Um, Gregory Peck, the actor from To Kill a Mockingbird lived there. And also, um, Brian Grazer, uh, Ron Howard's right hand producer, um, has lived there as well. It's, it's a crazy house. It's three acres and 9,000 square feet. Uh, you know, it's expertly designed i think oh well i have to tell you rachel Hmm. this confirms my ad theory my architectural digest theory it's not my theory by the way actually i should say (laughs) (laughs) they were in architectural digest this house was um but how long ago august 3rd of uh 2021 okay so your theory or the the running theory is that people get their houses celebrities get their houses in architectural digest right before they plan on selling them mm-hmm. is this a one-story home i don't think it so. is it's a nine thousand dollar sorry nine thousand square foot ranch which means no staircases for anybody to fall down um here's a fun fact the real estate agent who represented the buyer is ariana grande's husband oh i didn't know that she was Dalton married Go- Dalton Gomez to a real estate agent. That's interesting. So what if it's Ariana who bought it? Could be. Huh. We'll have to see. Um yeah, so Adam Levine for selling this beautiful house um for way over asking is our celebrity winner of the week. And we'll link the story so you can check out the photos of this place. It's not only gorgeous, you know, grounds, but the, the, the design of this place is really cool as well. Well, that's it for House Party. Thank you for tuning in. If you want to hear... Nope, you already heard. If you want to read any of the stories we talked about today, you can go to realtor.com slash news. We will link the stories uh, in the show notes. And you can also go to Google, type in realtor.com and the topic, and it should pop up. And also, if you could give us a five-star rating and write a review, we'd love the support and it helps people find us. Yeah. And it also gives us feedback. We'd love to hear what you think of the show, what you like, what you don't like. And you can leave that in your review or you can email us. We are podcast at realtor.com. Again, that's podcast at realtor.com. Or you can find us on social media. We are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And our handle is at house party pod on all three. <laughs>
Thank you so much for hitting play and we'll catch you later. Bye. Bye.